Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hey, everybody. Dave Hodges here back on, uh, well, you know, we're at the CommonSenseShow.com. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And we have Robert Kudla with us today from Trade Genius. And there's a lot of uncertainty right now. I mean, people are scared. They're scared of CBDC, although we're not going to really touch on that. We've done a lot of that in other shows. But uh, they're scared about their retirement. They're scared about liquidity. They're scared about the health of the dollar, the health of the market. So I asked Bob to come on because... He runs a business called Trade Genius that is just incredibly successful in the midst of all this chaos. And we want to know how he does it. But first, we're going to do a little problem exploration. And then we'll jump in and tell you, well, this is what Bob does. Maybe you want to look at doing the same thing. Bob, welcome to the show. First time we've done video together after many, many broadcasts on the radio side. But I'm glad you could join us. This will also simulcast on our podcast. So uh, anyway, welcome. And there's so many problems with the economy right now. I'd just like to start where you think the main concern should be centered. Yeah, I think, um, you know, where we are, we're, we're really at a, at a, basically a, um, a nexus point here with the uh, market and the economy. So as you know, the Fed just raised their interest rates another quarter point. That provides increasing stress on the market. Most people don't know about 40% of the S&P 500 is cash flow negative. And that means they rely on credit in order to, you know, hopefully grow their business into profitability. What's well, becoming increasingly um, uh, problematic for them. So that's number one. So you're starting to see a bifurcation in the stock market. Companies that make money are doing, are doing relatively well. Companies that aren't making money are slowly uh, going broke, or they're going to have to dilute shares, which means their share prices will fall. That's number one. Number two is that we're effectively in a recession right now. You don't look at the unemployment report. That, that unemployment report is garbage. You look at you know job openings. You look at building permits, and and they are signaling to you that a recession really has begun about sixty to ninety days ago. So we're in a recession. They'll probably be calling it probably sometime in September because they lag on these things, but that's, that's number two. And then, you know, number, number three is of course the banks. And so not only is credit getting more expensive, it's becoming less available. And so people are basically, they're, they're choking the system, basically draining it of the lifeblood of credit and our economy is credit based and it's going to cause great issues in the economy and in the stock market. And then let's put a little cherry on top of that. 
We have the debt ceiling negotiation. I think they're in earnest today, Dave. Uh, you know, no matter what bluster they people throw at you, we're not defaulting on our debt. The United States can't default on its debt because it's a reserve currency. It's really a matter of how um, inflationary are we going to make the debasement. And so now they're in that discussions right now. But coming out of that, most people will think that's a relief, Dave, but it's really not because this market has been driven by what's called liquidity. And if you allow me to indulge an explanation here, okay. people, people think it's all about cash flow and this and that, nothing to do with that. This market is, is driven by the feds um, and the treasuries amount of money they're pumping through the banking system into the economy, either directly from the treasury or directly from the fed or directly from the banks. Well, the fed, and the banks have been tightening liquidity, but the treasury has been giving liquidity. Basically, they're draining their checking account to keep the economy or the stock market alive. The minute she has to go to the markets to uh, sell bonds, she's effectively draining liquidity because when she goes to the markets, she's you know she's selling bonds. When she when people buy those bonds. The banks also have to be buying those bonds and it's less money available for other activities, basically starves out the real economy. So, you know, you have a K Street, which is Washington, will starve out Main Street and starve out Wall Street. That comes in earnest as soon as they get a debt deal done. So really no really good news on the horizon from that standpoint. The question, obviously, is how do you trade it? And that's kind of where we are today. I have a couple of questions on what you just said. Um, you, you said that, you know, we can't default because we're the reserve currency. But I'm seeing all these nations go to basically the old BRICS concept of gold back. And then India, I read, put 18 nations under its currency as reserve currency for trading. Um, isn't that diminishing our reserve currency status? And how does that affect what you just said? Yeah, so we looked at the data on that. Um you know, we're, um, the, you know, when you look at the euro dollar, the, you know, the basket, whatever, we, we're at like 55% of that basket. There's no change to it. When you look at the trade weighted activity, the, the dollar is still at 91% of all trade activity. And so uh, until and unless all those countries want to be trade deficits, run them, then uh, like, the, like the United States government does, then um, then there's no way anybody else is going to diminish us. You got to bear in mind, too, you know, when when you think about a country, the reserve currency has to have a few components to it. Can you feed yourself? Yes. Can you energize yourself? Yes. You have defendable borders? Yes. And could you project power? Yes. And you have a market that's large enough to absorb imports? Yes. Nobody else can say that. Nobody. And And even China, which everybody says, oh, China, China, China. China doesn't want that role. China wants to be mercantilistic. They want to sell exported products. And so they're, they're not going to try to take on the mantle of, of, uh, of the reserve currency because it would then destroy communism. And they kind of like their little game they have going there right now. Okay. India mocks Knicks. Brazil mocks Knicks. Russia, never, never a threat. Europe <laughs> is lying. So I don't worry about it. See, that runs contrary to what some of the mainstream media says. But we know they always tell the truth, right? Um, okay, the other thing that I wanted to talk to you about is you you made a really interesting statement. It was provocative, and you just went right over it. I'm going to go back to it. And it's you said 
that uh, with regard to the market, you're either kicking butt or you're getting your butt kicked. Okay, my, my interpretation. Um, I think I know the answer to this, given your stats. But what side is Trade Genius on? And tell the audience why you're being successful and why so many are not. Yeah, so I really don't know or care what other people do. So what we've done in, in, in trading is that we've created a couple of very effective algorithms. In fact, we just came out with a, uh, a new one that um, uh, allows us to trade in this environment very effectively. So we look at levels, we look at momentum, and then we look at the, the, the deviation from what's called the center line, and then yeah. we trade that. And the bottom line is that we win two out of every three trades and we have what's called a positive profit factor, which means that when we win on a trade, we make more money than we lose when we lose on a trade. And, you know, we consider what we do is is uh, is optimal. Uh, I doubt other people can do much better than what we do. We're not greedy. You know, we don't we don't swing for defenses and. And we just grind our way to to wealth and we help our clients do the same thing. So we give trades out every day and then we also teach them how to use the system. We give them access to the system and then we uh, uh, we have chat rooms like you and I are talking right now. We have chat rooms that people can actually communicate with me via voice or we have chat rooms. They can just text out questions to me or to people in the rooms. But the bottom line is that we do really well. We really don't care what the market is. You know, we want to understand the macro because it sets the trend. You know, we want to know if we're leaning long or leaning short, leaning into energy, leaning into something else. But we um, we we definitely just follow our system. It takes all the emotion out of it, Dave, and uh, and it actually creates watch lists for me. So when I come in the morning, I can see the trades that are setting up, and I can quickly share it with people. And if people want to trade with us, Dave, if you don't mind me doing a quick plug, Sure. is that you go to tradelikeagenius.com and then we have seven specials running. Uh, we trade the stock market. We trade the cryptocurrency markets. We trade the crypto stocks, you know, people interested in those, which are, they're on and off hot, which you can make a lot of money really fast. And then we have a room called the VIP room where you could trade futures and options with us. And, uh, you know, our bundles are 65% off pre-discounted and our, our, Retail price, if you go non-bundle, you can use promo code MOTHER, get 40% off. Mm-hmm. But we limit it to the uh, 13th uh, of May for taking advantage of it. And we actually do training, live training, too. So people, we have a training class come up in January in Orlando. There's still a couple slots left. We limit to 30, 35 people. Uh, that's of interest to you. And uh, you can do that. And also we have a podcast called Trade Genius. That is on YouTube that we put we put content out six days a week. How do people find that podcast? Say again. So the title is, is Trade Genius. So if we put okay. that in the search box, we can find that, right? Yeah, you can. Okay. So and then what we charge for the service is nothing to what you get out of it. And you yeah. have a lot of listeners over the year. Dave, you and I have been doing this together for, gosh, almost eight years now. Um, and, uh, you know, you're still as good looking then as you were eight years ago. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, hopefully my wife thinks so. Um, <laughs> anyway, I, I, I got to tell you, there's a reason why, and I want to try to keep this in layman's terms. There's a reason why you guys are kicking butt in this difficult environment economically and other people are not. 
in simplest terms, what's the reason that you guys are successful and why should people should say, I got to do this, as opposed to leaving your money in the bank and getting nothing and risking your money in the bank or being in a loser firm that's losing money in the market? What separates you from the rest? Yeah, so we have no restrictions on on what we can trade. So that that that's number one. Number two is that we're not we don't use a, a liability shield, you know, um, uh, pattern here of you know putting you in in what everybody else goes into. And then number three, we're we're math based. We're not guru based. So I can think something's red hot, but if my system tells me it's not, I don't trade it. So we just we just really follow the system and look at. Trading never changes, Dave. It's it's all about it's all fear and greed. You know, yeah. it's all momentum, it's all levels, it's all seasonal. So if you can codify it and it works, and this thing we've we've only tweaked this thing over the years. Um, it's it's the same performance. So we just keep grinding our way out. And you just use good trade management practices. You know, we don't manage your money, but we we will we'll give you best practices. And then it's up to you to follow them. If you follow these rules, you can't help but make money over time. See, that's what I like that you're saying here. You've got a game plan that works. And if people stay on the tried and true path, they're going to make money. I think that's a that's a great, great way to look at this. Um, the one thing I would say is this, and I want to get back into some of these economic issues that you brought up. So I took notes as you were talking. But one of the things I think why you're so successful or why people even should listen to you is you come on and you say, this is how it is. And this is what we do at trade genius. And you're making money that to me lends credibility to your analysis of the economy. That, that, that to me really speaks volumes. So um, I want to go back to a couple of things you said though. Um, You said we're already in a recession, but it won't be declared until September. I agree. They want to go another quarter of telling the BS to the people that everything is fine. Um, but what's that recession going to look like for the average person? Yeah, I think it's going to be an L-shaped recession. When you think of it, you know, you know, like a lot of times you go into recession, you V out and you come back up again. Yeah. Because excesses get drained out. But this is different because we have demographics running against us, number one. Number two, there's a skills gap issue, you know, where um, where the jobs are, the people aren't. Um, and uh because people are actually in the wrong place for the new jobs. And and also number three, we're starting to see um, the rise of the AI uh, machine learning. Next question. You know, and, and so what what's happening now is companies are like, before I hire back, I want to see if software can t- do some of this work for me. And I'll give you some examples. Like, you know, um, customer service um you know, in, in the next two years, you won't know you're talking to a machine. That's how good these systems are. So uh, a lot of what they call back office work is going to get uh, automated. And it may not get rid of all the people, but it's going to keep you from having to hire people as you grow. And then number two, you look at uh, there's a company called Symbotic out there, S-Y-M. Uh, Walmart has a big investment in them. Well, they're totally automating their, their warehouses, you know. So you have jobs that, you know, usually good blue-collar jobs, they're getting wiped out. And so so you're going to have these issues now where certain industries are going to get totally wiped out. Programmers, uh, you know, if you're an entry-level programmer, you're not, getting a, you're not getting a job. 
I can go out to chat GPT and I can code um, like kind of what we do for our algorithm. I can go in there and get like 60, 70% of the code base. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time written for me and and number one it's it's code solid number two is it just saved me hours and if i had to outsource that it would cost me thousands of dollars and and you know here they're giving it away for twenty dollars a month so you know you're gonna you're gonna see that issue happening and and basically unless you're front and center in front of people or you're doing a work that that the robots can't do yet. Uh, when these companies come out of this recession, as they start lowering interest rates again, they're not going to hire back. And so we're going to have a real long-term, um, what I would say, a decline in economic activity, probably into 2025 when we get a new regime here politically. Layoffs, is that going to be in the picture here? They already started. and. Yeah. Uh, I see it in big tech. I see it all across big tech. Yeah. If you go and look at um, the podcast we just did a day or two ago, um, you you see job openings collapsing and you're seeing layoffs, um, layoffs are rising. And it's not just the big layoffs that get the headline splash. You know, the company's nine employees and under are, are starting to lay off people. And that is huge. 
because when you're a small business, you know, losing one person can literally put you out of business. So these are really hard decisions that people are having to make just for survival. And, and those aren't going to be easily, um, easily turned around. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Have you thought about what impact AI will have on your business and businesses like yours? Yeah, it's been a net plus for us because, you know, I would say when I started, I've been doing this a long time. I mean, a long time, decades. And uh, um, when I started doing a, like a paid service was in 2008, this preceded uh, Trade Genius. I couldn't do Trade Genius then. You know, it was a little private club of people because the technology wasn't there for me to share information. And I couldn't, I couldn't, I didn't have the scope of being able to share enough information with what's happening with AI and with tech and communication tech and machine learning is that um, I'm able to now do things that I couldn't even think about five years ago. And this algorithm, what we just wrote, um, my partner is the one that does most of the coding and stuff for me. He was able just to riff the, the code base off um, and saved us months. And, you know, and if I had to outsource that, it would cost me a fortune. And so, um, you know, obviously I have a partner, but again, it saved him because now he's able to stay in front of the customer, you know, like I am, instead of sitting in a back room coding all day to, to you know, to create this new code for us. And so, and then the, the, the platforms that we use are better because they're getting using AI too. So now we're able to create these watch lists that we're been unable to, to do before we're able to communicate and send information back and forth to clients in ways which we couldn't before. And so, yeah, so for me, yeah. it's a net gain. And what I would tell people, if you have a passion and you have some skill and you're willing to work hard, uh, you know, this is where you're going to win. You know, you get, you can out hustle a bigger company because uh, you don't, you have all the tools, you know, you can run a, a, you know, a couple million dollar company with one or two people. Yeah, I've actually considered, I, I had a Bing pop-up from AI on my Skype, just totally unsolicited. And I've started thinking about how I might use it in what I do. So to me, it's coming. There's nothing you can do about that. So it sounds like you're looking at the same way I am. If you can't beat them, join them and make the system work for you. Yeah, for me, AI is a net, a net plus. For a lot of people, it's, it's a net negative. The way I always look at things, how can I grow my business without having to bring on additional uh, expense? You know, obviously for us, you know, we have to have, I, I rather outsource everything I possibly can, you know, keep my expenses variable. And then that way, you know, if, if, the, if, the, if the economy changes for me or for my business, and I have more than one business. So, uh, you know, that way I can ride out the storm without a whole, a whole lot of overhead. Sure. And, yeah, and I, think that's, I think that's one of the big things that we're going to see. That makes a lot of sense. It really does. And, and it's interesting how you're going to ride this crest of AI where a lot of people are just contemplating how they're going to fight against it. Um, you know, I, my wife and I were in a Walmart um, near closing time back in the summer, and they just absolutely insisted that we check ourselves out using their automated system as opposed to going through the cashier. And, and I, I think this is just a sign of things to come, Bob. I, I absolutely think, and I think you're probably on the right side of things. I know you have um, two algorithms that put you ahead of a lot of people that really say, this is what you should trade. This is when you should sell. Uh, but you now have a third one. Uh, can you talk about that? Yeah, we created them. We have, 
kind of nifty names. Uh, my partner's from Hawaii, and uh, and I love Hawaii, so uh, we named this one Kona because it's sunshine and Kona. And uh, and what this does, it, it looks at um, when trades, when the stock action either has moved down too far too fast and uh, or up too far too fast. And then we have a second code base underneath that that tells us that uh, to fade that, that move, and then it provides a signal. And so we call it Kona. We have it set for an hourly time frame. And uh, we use it two things. One is we use it for right what's called credit spreads, which are a way to which you can generate income uh, with a low risk of you uh, losing on the trade. It's really high. This win rate's north of 80%, but they're credit cool. spreads. So people could Google credit spreads. I won't explain them here, but they're a nice way for you to pick up income every day. And then occasionally when it's, the setup's perfect, you know, we'll t- Bob, I lost your microphone. I'm sorry, I'm still losing your microphone here. Um, you're not muted on my end. Um, that's bizarre. Let me let me try to go through the computer. Go ahead, Bob. Now it's on your end. You somehow muted yourself. Let me pause this real quick, ladies and gentlemen. Bear with us just a second. Okay, we've got that little glitch straightened out, Bob, so I'm sorry to interrupt you. Go ahead, and let's go back to what you were saying with this third algorithm. And let me just say this. As a layman sitting here, it sounds like a Betty Crocker approach. If you come in and do this, people that do this, they're getting an 80% win rate from this. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, so what you do is if, if a price of a stock has moved beyond what's called its center line too far, you know, we look at 2.3 deviations from centerline. The, the math tells us that there's a 91% chance it's going to drift back towards the centerline before it goes out and makes another high. And so vice versa on the low side. <laughs> so we use that to uh, inform us to do what, what credit spreads are, they, that you're trading the way the banks trade. The banks don't buy options. The banks sell options. And when you sell options, you know, you're limited how much money you can make. But, you know, I always tell people per trade. So I always tell people, look, if you know, you know, if you can make $100 a day, you're making $20,000 a year in the stock market. If you can make $200 a day, you're making as much as the average American makes in a year worth of work. These things are imminently doable. You know, my personal goal is that, I, you know, I like to make $500 a day. And so that just a function of how big your account is to be able to handle the size of the trades, but the percentages remain. And so we look every day to see if there's a trade out there that we could take. And then we take the trade. And so uh, that's the first trade we always look for in the morning is trade with the bankers. The bankers are selling. We want to sell. When I talk about the bankers, I'm not talking Silicon Valley bank. I'm talking what Chase is doing, what BlackRock's doing, what, what, you know, the big boys are doing They're They're selling options because buying options is mostly a sucker's game. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying, and I think you really nailed it in the beginning. What separates you, and I and I really appreciate what you said, what separates your approach from what the big boys are doing is that they have considerations with liability. Like if you have someone that's older, they can't be in more high risk 
even in the short term. And, and I think that since you're not bound by those restrictions, you're just free to follow this algorithm. By the way, what you were saying about drifting from the from the mean, um, we have a term for that. I used to teach statistics. We call that regression to the mean. If it's high, it's going to start to drift back. And if it's low, it's going to start to move up. And that old regression to the mean. And, and uh, it's interesting to see you've built that in. Um, again, let me give that out because people are going to bug me if I don't. And we'll put it in the description box. And by the way, people, I got to tell you this. When you go to YouTube now and you're on your mobile device, make sure that you understand this, that they've got a change in their algorithm and you won't see everything um, that you want to see if you don't click the show more button near the description box. And this is something that a lot of us are telling people because people are saying, I don't see what you're talking about. Well, if you're on your cell phone, that's because you got to click the show more button. So make sure you do that. Okay, Bob, let, let me give out these specifics because people are going to bug me about it if I don't. Um, the coupon code to take advantage of the 40% off of the non-bundled items is MOTHER. That offer expires on Saturday, May 13th, and it's a painless way to get in and get trained by your people on how to use these algorithms and how to start making money. Is that a fair assessment? It is. Okay. Well, uh, in closing... Do you have any warnings for people about, hey, uh, let me give one warning, and I want you to respond to this, and I want you to give me your number one warning. My major concern is the banks today, because if they get in trouble under the Dodd-Frank law of 2010, they can keep your money because you're declared to be an unsecured creditor. Um, it's, I think that's totally illegal and unconstitutional, but that's what the system says. That's my number one concern. What's yours? Yeah, I mean, um, that's called a bail-in, by the way. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. What I've been telling people is that um, this isn't going to be your your mother's recession, okay, or your father's recession. So it's not going to be a V. It's going to be a cross between, uh, you know, 1973 and 1929. You're going to have, you know, prices that are going to outrun people's ability to pay, and then asset prices are going to continue to fall because it's the – the, the change in the matrix of the interest rates. But yeah, so, you know, make sure you have less than $250,000 in any account, but you can't guarantee that the FDIC is going to have the funding to pay for you. So they're actually forcing people into the treasury markets, uh, Dave, or a lot of people, that's why Bitcoin has been starting to get a lot of a buzz here is that um, people are moving their money into uh into the into the Bitcoin crypto space and also into the what I would call the precious metal miners as a place to the save. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I've heard that too. It, it, it seems almost like Janet Yellen's telling the truth when she says if uh, McCarthy and Biden can't negotiate a good deal with regard to the debt ceiling um, and get more liquidity in the market, there's going to be a problem. Uh, I think she might be right about that. But isn't there a point, Bob, where we um, have diminishing returns? You just can't keep taking on debt until it becomes catastrophic. Yeah, exactly. We're, I mean, we're at a, what they call a Minsky moment, Dave. Minsky moment means yeah. that the more debt you take on, the worse it gets versus yes. uh, the debt being able to. China's already there, by the way. China's getting at the Minsky moment before we will. And so uh, at least we're going to be able to watch the horror from across the ocean before it comes to our shores. Yeah, I've got a friend that's in banking. He says our economy sucks, but it doesn't suck as bad as our competitors. And that's, <laughs> and that's, and that's, that's, that's kind of what you're saying. 
And that's why the dollar is, is, is going to be the reserve currency. But it doesn't mean the dollar buys you anymore. It just means it's better than the other currencies. I always tell people, forget yeah. a devaluing dollar. It's, it's really, it's defiatization happening yeah. now. Basically, what, can it, what it can buy. And that's what I was referring to about this. this your, your dollar's ability to pay for things is going to be diminished at the same time. Uh, the, the things that you own are going to be worth less, too. It's a very unique situation that's happening, and it's not going to be pleasant unless you are fading it or you're in front of it. I totally agree. Well, you heard Bob say very early in the broadcast, ladies and gentlemen, that either you're kicking butt or you're getting your butt kicked, my paraphrase of what he said. And he's on the side that's kicking butt. And if you want to find out more, you simply go to tradelikeagenius.com. Uh, you'll see what they have there, the coupon code to take advantage of the reduction to get into these trainings they do to where you learn how to use the algorithms to make money. And it's scientific. That's what I like about it. You get the 40% off the non-bundled, but this expires on May 13th, so you don't have a lot of time to think about it. I'd recommend you go there after the broadcast. Well, Bob, I want to thank you for coming on uh, this unique environment. I think we, we mastered this pretty well for two non-techies, so um, I look forward to having you back on next time. Yeah, next time I'll use AI and I'll come on as like um, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds or somebody. I, I got to tell you, what you said about AI uh, and what you're doing makes the most sense of anything I've heard. I think absolutely you nailed it there. And we got to look at this on our end for the Common Sense Show because it's not going away. Thanks a lot, Bob, for joining us. You're welcome. Bye-bye. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.